everyone. This is Melissa, and I'm the talkative introvert. I got another guest episode for you guys, so I'll keep this intro pretty short. Just wanted to thank you all for listening and coming back week after week to listen to my new episodes. As of the recording of this episode, I have officially reached 800 downloads, which I still can't believe. I'm still shocked that people are coming back and continuing to listen to my podcast. So thanks so much, and I appreciate all the downloads. If you want to help support the show, please rate and review me on Apple Podcasts. If you leave a review, I'll make sure to feature it in a future episode. Thanks, and let's get into the episode. I am joined in this episode by my two amazing friends, me and Shannon. They've been on the podcast before. Go check out those episodes. Mia, you still hold the place for the most listens, like your introvert dating episode. So yeah. It's like <laughs> even like compared to like all my other episodes and my older episodes, you're still well, you're number two because number one's the intro, which I mean yeah. it's just yeah. That's like yeah. a given. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so go check out Mia's episode and then Shane has one as well. But this is our first episode that we're doing like three of us together. Yay. So, How yay. exciting. So exciting. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah. And I am excited to do more. But for this episode, anyways, we're going to talk about our Myers-Briggs personality so we, uh, they know mine, but I don't know theirs. So I'm going to be hearing it for the first time. And then we all took a test to do, to sort ourselves into, um, the four Hogwarts houses. So that's, uh, I will link that in the show notes in case you guys want to do the quiz yourself. Um, but we're going to guess based on our Myers-Briggs personality, which house we're going to be in. So, yeah. And it's like perfect we're doing this Harry Potter thing because I don't know why, but Harry Potter just makes me think of winter and fall. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. No, I feel that. It's like cozy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you guys, are you? would you consider you guys like really big Harry Potter fans? Like do you, did you guys read all the books and watch all the movies? Yes, definitely. Yes. All of them multiple times. <laughs> yes, but I think there are definitely people who are – bigger Harry Potter fans than me. Oh, okay. like I've, I've read all the books and I've seen the movies and I love Harry Potter, but I wouldn't say like, I'm a super fan, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So but I'm definitely a fan. <laughs> yeah. Like I have birdie bots, every flavored beans in my room and a Diagon Alley sign, but I'm not like committing my whole room to Harry Potter either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I stopped at, where did I stop at? What's the one after Goblet of Fire? Uh, Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, I think that's all I stopped at. <laughs> <laughs> that one's like my favorite too. I don't know what it is, but I love book five. That's uh, Book three is my favorite. Yeah. Well, book three is probably my second. And I know a lot of people love book three. Yeah. That's a popular one. But for me, it's, it's five. How many books are there? Seven. There's seven? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't have much to go. Like, I could have finished. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you still can. I can. I should. But will I just, you? No, probably not. <laughs> I might watch the movies, but I might not read it. 
Oh, which is really bad. Nearly as good. Though. I was gonna say I you know. get so much more information in the books. Cause I remember yeah. when the movie, like the first movie, came out, and I was thinking, like, that's not what it said in the book. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, is this what it feels like to watch a, a book into a movie? I still, I mean, I like it, and whatever. Someday I will finish watching all of it, and then maybe I'll read the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so convincing. (laughs) (laughs) Reading takes a lot of time, you guys. It it does. No, I feel you. We only have time for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I committed to publishing every Monday. Oh, my God. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm going to take a break uh, eventually. (laughs) I I put in breaks in there for, like, for winter and summer breaks and, like, holiday breaks. So it's all good. So, like, a school schedule? (laughs) Kind of, yeah. I did, like, I'm going to do seasons. That nice. way I'm not, like, burnt out. And then, yeah. like, you know, it gives yeah. me time to, like, think of topics. Because I think that's, like, the hardest part is thinking of topics to talk mm-hmm. about. But, yeah. I think Anyways. you've done well so far. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I try. I try. And you succeed. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Mia. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. All right. So on to our Myers-Briggs personality. So I'm sure you guys already know I'm an INTJ. Uh, t- what am I? INTJA. I always get the T and A mixed up. Oh, the last one. Yeah. Because yeah, I feel like I want to be a T. Like I like saying INTG, INTJT, but okay. I am an INTJ. I in, no, I'm an <laughs> INTJA. Hey. I'm assertive, okay. not turbulent. Nice. <laughs> so what are your strengths okay let me check the website um i was gonna say we should do like the percentages too because i know you posted about that do you guys have your percentages yeah i emailed it to myself same here okay (laughs) i need to open that email then okay because i know you posted about it in one of your instagrams so that's why i I did oh i could just because i have my phone (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, so so we took the sixteen personalities quiz just because it's free, and the i the actual MBTI, um, so the Myers Briggs Test Indicator Assessment, I think it's called, actually costs money and it's more comprehensive. But like, I don't have money for that. So <laughs> just doing the sixteen personalities, which <laughs> maybe I think one is day. good enough. Yeah, <laughs> maybe like if I, I actually get money right for yeah. this podcast. I don't but anyways <laughs> um so we're gonna read out like our strengths and weaknesses based off of the 16 personalities website for so for the intj personality um my strengths are that i'm rational informed independent determined curious and versatile whereas my weaknesses i'm arrogant <laughs> Jeez. Um, dismissive of emotions, overly critical, combat combative, romantically clueless. Oh, good thing I'm Sorry. not single. <laughs> so those oh, that one. Okay. <laughs> romantically clueless. That oh that that's, burns. That's yeah, true, a little though. bit. Like, like what I does can't it say? Tell. Like, what does that blurb say? Do you have that? Okay. 
So architects' relentless rationality can lead them to be frustrated by romance. Especially in the early stages of a relationship, they may struggle to understand what's going on and how to behave. And if their relationships fall apart for reasons they don't understand, they can become cynical about matters of the heart, even questioning the importance of love and connection. Aww. Wow. <laughs> I yeah, feel like I kind of relate you, to that, though. Good thing you aren't single, because that yeah. would be rough. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I got pretty lucky there. Yeah. Because I do, I mean, I do struggle with, like, emotions, you know? Like, I... Mm-hmm. Like, Brandon and I have been in arguments before because I don't understand why he feels a certain way. And that's uh-huh. like, <laughs> and it's, you know, gotten us into trouble. But good thing he stuck around. Aww. He's still here. <laughs> yeah, he's you know, still here. I haven't scared him away. <laughs> All right. So how, how accurate do you think that is besides the romantically one? So... I did talk about this, like, with my sister-in-law in in a different episode, but I definitely, like, I stayed up all night reading, like, every aspect, like, every article, so just, like, the different articles, right? Um, And I read every single one, and I pretty much resonate, like, almost exactly with an INTJ. Like, (laughs) and it's, it's, like, eerie how how accurate it is. It kind of, like, freaks me out a little bit. Like, how did someone, how did someone think about that, you know? Yeah, I was able to classify different people into 16 personalities and be so accurate. Yeah, but so, like, I mean, just talking about it right now, it's just so mind-boggling. Like, I want to know everybody's um, personality type. Yeah, I put mine in my dating profile. Oh, you did? Yeah, I definitely did. Oh, isn't there that one dating app? The one, I think I showed it to you. Where it's like based on your Myers-Briggs personality. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. I need to send it. I'll resend it then. Shannon, do you want me to send it to you? Uh, yes. What okay. was it? Sorry. <laughs> you send it to me, but what is it? It's a dating app based on your Myers-Briggs personality type. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. sure. <laughs> Because it's well. kind of interesting. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to try that. Yeah. I wish there was like a friend app because obviously I don't need a date. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it'd be cool if there was a friend app for that. Yeah. I think it's very accurate. Like, it explains a lot of things and it actually clarifies a lot of things about me and like who I am. Because I, for the longest time, I did think like, maybe there's something wrong, like certain aspects of me, especially like the emotional part, but I guess I'm not alone. I mean, it's a very small percentage of people who are INTJs, but you know, I'm still not alone. Like there's other people like me, which is kind of nice to hear that, you know? Yeah. All right. Who wants to go next? Shannon. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go. I'll do it. I guess. Okay. So, (laughs) I got ISFPA. ISFPA? Wow. Yeah, which is adventure personality. Nice. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so I I don't I don't know. I'm not okay. convinced <laughs> like I don't know. Cuz I so I took this whenever you first posted it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I got this one and I was like, "Uh, I don't know. So I took it again and I got something else 
But then today I took it again and I got adventure again. Okay. But so so I my strengths and weaknesses or what it it thinks. Maybe we can like determine that. Help me. (laughs) Because maybe I'm just like not. And maybe the word adventure is also throwing me because I don't, wouldn't describe myself as adventurous. I don't know. I don't don't know. know. We did a whole episode. Maybe, maybe I'm just. I don't know. You've traveled a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. literally what our episode was about, was you traveling and you, like, moving <laughs> out of state. And, like, yeah. Okay, okay. So maybe I'm just thinking about it differently. And, well, you I think need, actually... Like, Frodo Baggins or something. Right. Well, I think one of the things that is sticking out to me, and I think this is probably the first time around when I took it, that I was like, mm, no, was, like, the introduction and it saying, like... um. Oh, here it is. Uh, adventures live to find ways to push their passions. Uh, riskier behaviors like gambling and, and extreme sports are oh. more common with this personality type than with others. And I'm like, mm, no, like, you know, that's not me. <laughs> so maybe like, that's one thing I do remember that, you know, stuck out from the first time around. So maybe uh-huh. I'm just like, have this different perception going on. Yeah. But let's let's go through the strengths and weaknesses and we can okay. discuss. Okay, so strengths. Charming, mm-hmm. sensitive to others, imaginative, passionate, curious, and artistic, and weaknesses, fiercely independent, unpredictable, easily stressed, overly competitive, and fluctuating self-esteem. So what mm. do you not agree with? I don't... <sighs> <laughs> and like for some of these I need to like I don't know sit and think about it more but like I don't know if I'm unpredictable and I wouldn't yeah. say I'm overly competitive like I don't think those describe like not even me. with board games I mean I feel like, like I'm competitive but I don't know or I can be I feel like I can be competitive yeah because okay so for the competitive thing it says adventures can escalate small things into intense competitions turning down long-term success in their search for glory in the moment and are unhappy when they lose Jeez, yeah right like that sounds that's right it sounds too intense like that's too intense for how i am (laughs) maybe you have to do like a yeah, or maybe right? you're just like a, a mild version of this. Of, of this, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. that's what, so it's like reading some of these blurbs, it's like maybe I can see some, but I'm not, you know, like, oh yeah, that definitely describes me. Yeah. If that makes sense. So it's like, and I don't know. I Honestly, when I was taking it again today, I kind of want to take it like with you guys or like mm-hmm. sit and like go through the questions just because I feel like, talking about what they really mean might help me in my answers. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that's for another time. <laughs> yeah. Cause I okay. did it a second time and I, for each, cause the first time I like, you know, it was 2 AM and I wasn't super coherent, but like the second time I did it, like I thought of scenarios for each question. So I thought of like, okay, when has something ha- like, like that happened to me and then how did I react to it? And then that's how I based my answers. Yeah. Okay. Because like, see, it's yeah. like I try. I don't know, but I feel like I do. I need more examples. 
even if they're not personal examples for me, but just to help mm-hmm. me wrap my head around some of these. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I couldn't come react? up with one for myself, but um, yeah. Yeah. Cause maybe know. you're, cause you know how sometimes people will, when they take a quiz, they'll, they'll take it, but they'll answer in the way they like, they want to be that way rather than how yeah. they are. Yeah. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe yeah. you want to. And I also feel trust. like the scale on this, cause when, whenever I said, so the first or the second time, technically second time I took it, I did get something else. Um, so I feel like also a big chunk of it is, you know, the degree, mm-hmm. like, cause there's three agrees, like, I don't know, super agree, medium agree and middle, and then the yeah. same for disagree. So I feel like where you pick is, is affecting this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Let me try to see, um, if I have the results for the second one, cause it wouldn't, did I take screenshots maybe? Cause it wouldn't let me like send those results to myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one thing with this website. It's like, once you take it, you can't, I don't know, like re retaking it is weird. Yeah. Like, I don't think you can retake it. Like you, yeah. the second time I retook it, um, I just used a, a different email. Like I used my yeah. podcast email. Right. And well, like this, I'm, um, when I first did it, I was on my phone and today I took it on my laptop. So it was a different device. So I think that was part of it, but like, obviously it remembered my email. So to email Mm -hmm. the results, I did a different one. Oh yeah. I never revealed my percentages. (laughs) You can do that real quick. Okay. So for me, so I got the architect. Um, and so for introverted, I was 93%. Which, yeah, okay. Makes um, sense. <laughs> it's funny because in my intro, I jokingly said, like, I'm probably, like, a 90-10. But I didn't think that was actually true until I took this test. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. Um, yeah. Intuitive, 63%. Thinking, 76%. Judging, 69%. And assertive, 67%. And then, like, my role would be analyst, which is funny because that is my actual role in real life. I'm a PMO analyst. <laughs> so that was pretty accurate. Like, this thing is really accurate. That's why I'm surprised, like, Shannon, you didn't um, yeah. get one that's, like, super accurate. Right? And then I took it, I've taken it twice or three times, but twice I've gotten the same thing. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> and it's like, I don't it think, like, right, maybe I did it wrong. <laughs> But it's like, I don't think all of these are wrong or like, I think some of them, but there's uh-huh. definitely some that it's like, no, I don't think that is totally me. Are your percentage, maybe like you're teetering, like, are your percentage just like close to the middle, like in the 50s? Some of them are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here, I'll, I'll go through what it gave me percent wise. Okay. So introverted, 86%. observant 79 feeling 58 um prospect prospecting prospecting god okay uh 56 and assertive 65 so those last three yeah they're kind of in the middle it's like they could have it was close yeah so there is a good chance of like if you if one of them like switches or something that like changes your personality a bit you know yeah 
So Mm -hmm. interesting. We'll have to take it again then. Here, I did find um, the screenshots I took of the second time when I got the different result. Mm -hmm. And I just have like what it was in the percentages. So what is your, your first one? The first one was adventure and it's I S F P A. Then what's your second one? The second one I got was defender and it is I S F J A. So that one did flip flop. So only your J and your P flipped. And it's so for the percentages, some of you know, are close because a introverted was 88 as compared to the 86 from adventure. Okay. Observant. 81, whereas there it was 79. Feeling, 60. So close again. And the prospecting, no, judging, sorry. <laughs> the wrong side. Okay, so judging this time. And that was 57%. So somewhere in my, whatever that, this says tactics, I'm super close. So the other one is ISFJ, right? That's yeah. your second one? Yeah. So this one, the strings are supportive reliable and patient, imaginative and observant, enthusiastic, loyal and hardworking, good practical skills, and then your weaknesses is humble and shy, take things too personally, repress their feelings, overload themselves, reluctant to change, and too altruistic. That sounds more like I was gonna say just hearing those that sounds more like me. So whatever it was, though, I'm so close on the, what, P and J that, and that totally shifts everything, right? Yeah. But yeah, just hearing those characteristics, I definitely think I'm more of the ISFJ. Yeah, I think so, so that one. Yeah. Yeah, because like, I'm kind of reading the introduction, and I was like, yeah, that sounds like Shannon. Okay, so let's scrap this whole other thing. (laughs) (laughs) I am a defender. Yeah, there we defend go. the people. I saw myself. <laughs> okay, good thing I like took this screenshot way back when and I did take it twice. That's funny. Okay. That is funny. Man, just that one letter though, that like changes right? everything. All right. <laughs> okay, Mia. <That's> funny. <laughs> your turn. It's finally your turn. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I am an INFP-T. INFP. Okay. Oh, you're turbulent. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know the difference between the A and the T. I think it means that I'm not assertive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is me to a T. Most of this actually is, I would say. Okay. So I'm the mediator. My strengths are thoughtful, generous, open-minded, creative, passionate, loyal to my values. And my weaknesses are overly idealistic, self-critical, impractical, emotionally driven, conflict-averse, difficult to get to know. I feel like that sounds like you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's Mia. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I really feel like this hit the nail on the head, though. Yeah. Yeah. And my percentages introverted was only 76%. That's Mm. lower than both of yours. Yeah. You're the least introverted. Which is weird. I think that's true, though. Okay. And then I got 74% for intuitive, 86 for feeling, 54 for prospecting, and 85 for turbulent. My role is diplomat, and my strategy is constant improvement. So I feel like that was pretty accurate. 
Yeah, it sounds pretty accurate. And like the whole, yeah. the, what is it, 77% or whatever for your introvert? 76. 76, yeah. I agree with that because you're the one that always wants to go out and you're the one that always <laughs> invites us to go out. And you're That's the, true. Like, yeah. I mean, that is true, yeah. And you always, like, it seems like you have a lot of friends. So I feel like every time we go out, I'm meeting someone new. Oh, okay. And you were the party house. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> you're like, yeah, you were the party house in high school, of course. You're less introverted than we are. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. And in college, too, because then Melissa and I would show up to your parties together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because we're like, I don't want to go unless you go. <laughs> I don't know anyone. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like the whole thing was pretty accurate. And um, just reading the introduction part felt like me. And the strengths and weaknesses are pretty, pretty, pretty spot on. Isn't that eerie? It's so weird. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I was, I'm still blown away. <laughs> like, it's just so fascinating. Like, how did these... It's like just two people, right? Or I'm sure it's like a group of people, but they're like the two that like really, I don't know, figured it out or whatever. And it's just insane. Like how are there, are there really only 16 personalities? I guess there's an A and T also. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that means. But this is like, you know, one theory, right? Yeah. This is one whoever Meyer Briggs is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you could also change but, over time too. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's like true. Shannon, you could be borderline one and the other. Uh huh. Yeah. And I bet, I bet it's like the degree to which I agreed or disagreed is what was like mm-hmm. made the scale tip. Yeah. I so, too. so if I had agreed a little more or whatever on a couple questions, I bet it would have been the other way. Yeah. These personality stuff is, it's like, yeah. So interesting because I want to do an Enneagram. Have you guys heard of that? I have. I don't yeah. get it. Or like I don't know what it yeah, is. I right? don't get it either. <laughs> I just heard about but, it on a separate podcast. Yeah, yeah I saw I've some people those. putting it on their uh, dating profiles too. Yeah. Because my, my friend like knows hers because they're numbers, right? Yeah, like, it has something to do with numbers and a chart. Right, that's all I know. Like I think my oh. I don't know. I feel like I want to say she's a six, but I don't know what that means. And I yeah. can't remember exactly, but she posts about it. Like she identifies with that, but it's, so it's like, I'd like to look into that, see what that's about. Yeah. There's like, um, my therapist sent me a link it, cause I told her about my Myers-Briggs and I guess it's like 12 bucks. So I was like, Oh, that's not too bad. I yeah. can probably spare 12 bucks. bucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> So I might do it later on. And like, even the year Zodiac, like I'm supposed to do an episode on Zodiacs too. Cause I know nothing about Zodiacs, but apparently mm-hmm. there's like some science behind it. Like it's not just, just stars or whatever, but it has to do with like exactly where you were born. Like your, yeah. Um, yeah. what's it called? I don't know. You're like <laughs> your geographical. Yeah, like your location and like the location oh. of the moon and the sun and the planets. And I like, wish I understood all that. I <laughs> have two books on those, a birthday yeah? stars and numbers 
and the hidden meaning of your name or whatever, or something like that. Um, those are both really good books about um, names and your birth status, you know, like uh-huh. Zodiac signs. It goes down to the very day and tells you what your like special numbers are and all sorts of, or all, all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's what my, my same friend who has the, oh, I already forgot what it was. And Enneagram and Enneagram, Enneagram. Um, but back earlier on in quarantine, when everyone, you know, is posting all of the, <laughs> I don't know, just all the things on their stories, like the this or mm-hmm. that and all of those things. Um, but she had also posted um, the, the Zodiac stuff. And cause there's, you know, like your main one, mm-hmm. but then there's also like, what are they like? There's the, there's the, like is your it sun, moon. moon and rising. Yeah. Is that the three? Something and so like, like I had no idea about these other two. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I took something. It seems like I took all these quizzes a bunch of times. Right. But, um, mm-hmm. cause like I'm a Leo, but yeah. I definitely don't identify as a stereotypical Leo. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so definitely. I, yeah, right. Um, so I think I want to, you know, I'd like to look into more of my other two and how they all interact mm-hmm. to see if that, if those like do describe me more or I relate to those more. Yeah. I just want to see how accurate it is, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, same. That's what I love. I love all the it. personality things and just seeing like, oh yeah, I agree. Or nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> exactly because like, eh, if that's wrong then it's probably that's just wrong. you know wrong <laughs> not real fake fake no <laughs> okay so now that we know our myers-briggs personalities so there's the four hogwarts house and that's what we're gonna try to figure out where we're gonna guess each other's right so yep. but before we do that we were gonna do like a summary of each one yeah <laughs> so if you don't know harry potter i mean like how do you not um, <laughs> i don't know if you'll like want to listen to this episode but um but basically there's the four houses there's gryffindor hufflepuff ravenclaw and slytherin and so gryffindor based on this it's called like allocation i don't know if this is like a harry potter website or whatever this is but so gryffindor so the traits and strengths of Gryffindor is that they're courageous, daring, chivalry or chivalrous, strong mor- moral compass or moral, <laughs> strong moral compass. And then their weaknesses is hot-headedness, recklessness, arrogance. Yeah, and arrogance. So that's Gryffindor. Hufflepuff, you've got loyalty, dedication, honesty, and humbleness. And their weaknesses is they're naive, low self-esteem, lack of ambition. Then Ravenclaw, um, strengths is intelligence, curiosity, creativity, individuality. The weaknesses is disconnection from the outside world, arrogance, and isolation. Then last is Slytherin, and their strength is ambition, cunning, resourcefulness, determination. Then their weakness, weakness is the hell is that? Ma- Machiavellian tendencies? Oh, Machiavellian. Machiavellian was that? <laughs> um, Machiavelli. I can't describe any more than that because I'd have to Google it, but it's a thing. 
So it says the end justifies a, the means. Yeah, I can't. I mean, it's a. It means that you're thing. willing to do whatever to get it done. Okay, there you go. Oh, I was like, okay. I took a philosophy class once upon a time, but. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I learned about this in college, but. You're right. But I took a <laughs> I took a political theory class, and this was <laughs> talked about. <laughs> so that um, power hungry and discrimination discrimination like what like they're racist (laughs) oh they attack those wizards who aren't pure blood and those others who may perceive as being weak even if they are pure blood okay so they're um wizardist yeah (laughs) (laughs) wizardist (laughs) you know like hermione like yeah full Yes, I would mean. Okay, so those are the four houses. And so do you guys have a guess for one of us? How do you want to uh, guess? Well, because all of my friends are Hufflepuff, I think y'all are Hufflepuff. You think <laughs> we're Hufflepuff? Yeah. Both of us? Yeah. Okay. Just I mean, definitely Shannon, maybe <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> okay see it's I, not it's not a bad thing i just think you guys are like really good friends and loyal and you know awesome friends all the other houses you can't be good friends with <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> see my okay see i would say melissa is a ravenclaw and okay. mia i i would say you're gryffindor and maybe Ravenclaw would be like my second one for you. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I was I was thinking of the exact same thing. Like Mia is either Gryffindor or Ravenclaw. Like you could be kind of in the middle. Or maybe yeah. Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. And I think Shannon, you're <laughs> I think you're Hufflepuff. <laughs> you're Shannon. You're our okay, should, you should we reveal? Because I'm definitely a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I knew it. Surprise. Surprise. And I am definitely a Gryffindor. Okay. Okay, Okay, Melissa. So it's really up to you. Like, what did you get? I'm a Ravenclaw. Yes. Yes. Dang it. Yes. (laughs) Woo. It does. Aw. Yeah. I love, I've always loved Ravenclaw. Like, I thought they were. So, like, um, because no one, I don't know. I feel like no one cares about the Ravenclaw one. I always wanted to be Ravenclaw, but I was also, like, Gryffindor's the best. Right? Well, I feel like it's a definite, like, everyone is, like, Did you just say, okay, Harry? Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, of course, people like Gryffindor because of Harry. You know, character. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was the protagonist house, right? Like everyone wanted to be Gryffindor. I I always knew I was a Hufflepuff, you know? Like Mm -hmm. I was never like, yeah, I'm a Gryffindor. I am not a Gryffindor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I always wanted to be a Gryffindor. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like my second would maybe be Ravenclaw. Yeah. I think that would be my second. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. That's funny. That is funny. So, because I was reading that that article, I was sending you guys the, the Hogwarts house of each Myer Briggs personality type. And uh-huh. for my personality type, it's either Ravenclaw or Slytherin. 
And then I asked Brandon, like, what house do you think I'm in? He's like, it's probably Ravenclaw or Slytherin. And I was like, oh. Nice. I'm not cynical. I, mean, I guess I can be. <laughs> so for, what are you again? Shannon, you're an IF. ISFJ is what we determined is the real truth. ISFJ. So most likely choice is Hufflepuff. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now we know officially I'm a defender personality. Who knows what's going on with that adventure thing, but it's out the window. Yeah. And then Mia, you're INFP. I just forgot. Hold on. Yeah. INFP. I wrote it down. Yes, INFP T. So your most likely choice is Hufflepuff, but your second most likely is Gryffindor. Yeah, see? <laughs> this is funny. So they do they align. Look at that. Yeah. Ooh. Makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. <laughs> like like I don't want to be I don't want to be associated with Slytherin, but at the same time, like, yeah. I'm Slytherin. I could definitely <laughs> see you as a little bit Slytherin. Yeah. Not like a lot, but I could see it. Yeah. yeah. Like a nice Slytherin, you know? Yeah. yeah. Not quite like Draco, but. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, here, I pulled up this like graphic. I think I put it in our chat too. Okay. But let's, I'm going to read some of what it says they are for Slytherin just to see what jumps out at us for you. Uh, ambitious, driven, focused on goals. Determined, prepared, perfectionist, adaptable, realistic, big on cost-benefit analysis, (laughs) self-reliant, charming, bold, assertive, ruthless, um, able to separate their idea of themselves from what they do, uh, able to use their intelligence as a tool to achieve their goals. Yeah, that's about right. (laughs) Like, I, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> How that happen? Because the INTJ, I guess their spear animal is also a snake. Right. <laughs> I was like, dang. <laughs> it makes me so bad. Even though this sa- this says like, remember, Slytherins are not gratuit- gratuitously mean. In fact, they treat people with respect because they care about the impression they give. Okay. So it's like, you know, not all Slytherins are bad. Yeah. (laughs) But J.K. Rowling wrote it like they were. (laughs) They're the bad house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, there. There's our houses. We we did it. We did it, guys. We talked about our houses. (laughs) Okay. So... While you guys were talking, I also took the anagram test. The anagram? The, the, the anagram? The, the, the yeah. Okay. I was like, what's an anagram? Isn't that the one where it's like words and then like, up. Hey, that's some Slytherin <laughs> attitude there. Get that out of here. Um, so I'm oh anagram M2 with an 88% match is described as the giver twos want to be liked and find ways that they can be helpful to others so that they can be loved and belong. Okay. Can, you, can you send that link? Oh wait, no, I'm a 98%. Yeah. I'm a 98% match for a four and a six. J 
Jesus okay, Christ, how do I what? tell what I am then? So you give you multiple numbers? I guess so. Well, that's, oh, that's confusing. Because <laughs> a four is the individualist, a six is the skeptic. What? Okay, yeah, sorry I brought it up, but... Is this the $12 one or the free one? I think it's the free one. Okay. Can you, can you put the link pay. in the chat? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put the link in the now chat. I'm just like curious. I want to take it too. Yeah. And then, we can take the free one now and we can do the- on payday. <laughs> I'll send you guys the other one, the link to the other okay, one. Okay. Yeah. Please do. And I'll link it in the show notes too, even though that's not what we're talking about today. But that one, like, I know nothing about Enneagrams. I just know there's yeah, a same. chart and there's numbers and that you're associated yeah, it's with like numbers. Yeah, like a pie chart. A pie chart. Okay. Understand yeah. who you truly are. Ooh. Oh, it's $19? $19. $19. I don't yeah. know if I care that much. <laughs> That's pushing it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the free ones definitely cut it enough for me. People listening are probably like, you guys can't afford $19. <laughs> Well, hey, here's my Venmo link. If you want to really know, send it on over, bud. And we'll reveal it in a in a separate episode. Yeah, right. Part two coming soon is to a podcast near you. Yeah, or a podcast streaming service. I don't know. You know what I mean. You got it. Streaming and all the popular podcast platforms. That's like what people say. Streaming. That's what they so say. to be honest, I wanted to call Melissa a Slytherin, but I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just said it. It's okay. I don't get offended easily. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I definitely now that now that it's out there, yeah, Melissa is a Ravenclaw with Slytherin tendencies. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a Gryffindor with Hufflepuff tendencies. And I am a Hufflepuff and maybe a Ravenclaw also, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, you're like a smart Hufflepuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are Hufflepuffs not smart? Well, um, it's not. It's not like the general characteristic. Yeah, right. Like, like Hufflepuffs they're... are loyal friends. Like that's their yeah. big thing, right? Like oh, each they're naive. Has their like main things that describe them, but it doesn't mean you know I'm not other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, is it important to me that other people like me? I think so. I is it important to you? Yeah. So. Are you asking us? Yeah. I'm taking think, this with you guys. Are you asking us who kind you of, are? <laughs> I think that kind of proves its own point. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> Okay, I won't take the rest of it with you. Is it just one page? How many pages is this? Like six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, what are we talking about? What pages to what? The, the quiz Enneagram. name that I can't pronounce. Me neither. Enneagram. And oh, Enneagram. Enneagram. Yeah. I'm never going to remember that. Okay. The gram. Yeah. Do you guys know your zodiac <laughs> or no? Yes. I'm a Taurus, which is characterized as being super stubborn, and I totally agree with that. Okay. I mean, I'm a Leo. <laughs> I'm a Leo. I don't think Leo. You have and Leo. No. Because like the big thing with Leo is like, you know, like center of attention is a common mm-hmm. trait associated with that. And I am not that. Hang on, like, let me grab my book. I might have okay. I need to like Google it, but Yeah. 
to for When's the your other birthday? characteristics. Mine? You don't yeah. know her birthday. <laughs> no. August, August 10th. August 10th. Ooh, my book opened up to August 8th, so that was close. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So August 10th. Let me see what... Okay, so... Yeah, so Leo is my sun. I just found these. Uh, my moon is Capricorn, and my rising is Virgo. Okay. Which I don't, so, I don't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I need someone else to tell me what that means. <laughs> There's also fixed star readings in here. So if you want to know what your constellation is, it's Alpha Ursa Major. Alpha, okay, let me write that Ooh, down. What does that even mean? The Alpha, big bear. Or Ursa? Yeah, as in the bear. Okay, and major? Is that what you said? Yeah, alpha, ursa, major. Okay. Your degree My... position is four degrees, nine feet. Okay. What? To 15 degrees, two feet. Wait, what? Wait, 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 what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. degrees and two says. feet? So wait, what is that? There are two your, coordinates? Okay, your degree, 17 degrees to 18 degrees, Leo. Your mode is fixed. Your element is fire. Fire. Fire! Your positives so, are higher learning, artistic talents, beautiful voice. Ooh. Negatives are worry, insecurity, lack of imagination, inclination to materialism. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez, that's Who has brutal. a mirror here. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your birthday, Melissa? January 19. Okay. So your son is Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Your degree is 27 to 29 Capricorn. Element is Earth. Uh, why does that give me the... doesn't give me your breakdown. I'm a mystery. I can't You're sunny, ambitious, and dynamic, yet idealistic and sensitive. Decisive and resourceful. You possess depth of vision, but the dreamer side of your nature is compassionate and impressionable. Okay. Dynamic-centered, creative, leadership, progressive, optimistic, strong convictions, competitive independent gregarious negative self-centered worry fear of rejection materialistic egotistical impatient that doesn't really seem like you that's pretty brutal that is i'm appalled (laughs) i'm appalled (laughs) egotistical jeez hang on let's let's do mine and see how bad it is (laughs) <laughs> I need a professional to tell me all the things I want to hear. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so my positives are inspiration, creativity, love unions, long-lasting relationships. Negatives are dependency, nervousness, loss of emotional control, lack of vision, disappointment, fear of change. I feel like that's pretty accurate. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And my my constellation is Beta and Dromedae. Weird. Wait, what's my constellation? <laughs> Yours was, why doesn't it give me your constellation? Oh, your constellation is not that. Just kidding. (laughs) It's not giving me one for those two days. That's the weirdest thing. Are you serious? Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, my God. Yeah, what does that mean? Do I not align to a constellation? Like that, that time of the year just doesn't. Actually, I don't even know what that means to have a constellation. Like that's where... The stars were... What were you? January 20th? 19. 19. <laughs> Shoot! <laughs> Jesus, man, I just told you. <laughs> okay, so you're a Capricorn Virgo because you're on the cusp of um, Capricorn and Aquarius, too. 
So yeah. technically you're part Aquarius as well. Okay. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to, we'll have to look at this book together because they're pretty interesting. Cause, Cause I, yeah, um, I'd like to know what all this means. Yeah, me too. Cause it's always been fascinating. Like I've always been like kind of skeptical of Zodiacs and I'm like, like it's just your birthday, you know, cause there's plenty of people yeah. born around the same time. Cause like Shannon, she's a Leo, but so is Brandon and Bailey and Brandon and Bailey are pretty similar, like personality types. And they're very much Leos, I feel like, but yeah. Shannon is nothing like those two. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon just doesn't can fit we, in anywhere. Right? Can we Google Apparently. what are the characteristics of Leo? Huh? So this, this became a Zodiac episode. <laughs> We're just like jumping from thing to thing. I'm still trying to finish this any Enneagram quiz. Okay. But now I'm doing this. Yeah, mine is just stubbornness and... <laughs> oh, here we go. Beauty, artistry, and hedonism. <laughs> okay, well, looking at some of these, I don't know. but Because I'm not a center of attention, and I know that's a huge mm-hmm. Leo thing normally. But this website, and this is just, I just clicked on this link, so I don't know, you know. This is astrology-zodiac-signs.com. <laughs> uh, so this says strengths, uh, creative, passionate, generous, warm-hearted, cheerful, humorous. And then weaknesses, arrogant, stubborn, self-centered, lazy, inflexible. See, the weaknesses, I feel like don't. I don't think that's what you are. Like, I don't think you're arrogant or lazy. I feel like I can be lazy, but <laughs> yeah, I think everybody can be lazy. Right. Yeah. This also Mine has feels... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> go ahead. Just go ahead. Okay, okay. Um so this also has Leo likes and Leo dislikes. Um so it just says likes, theater, taking holidays, being admired, um, expensive being things, admired. bright colors, fun with friends. Uh, dislikes being ignored, facing difficult reality, not being treated like a king or queen. See, that's not you. Like it's <laughs> maybe it is like deep, deep down, but you don't like you don't present yourself as that kind of person. No, and you're okay. Decent. And I guess like I don't like being ignored, right? I don't like that. I like theater. Yeah. Like I like watching theater, like like Broadway. I like Broadway. yeah, that's true. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say I like expensive things, like, you know, as like a characteristic trait or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And bright you, colors. I, no. Yeah. I mean, I like fun with friends, but that's also kind of like a I mean, <laughs> whatever thing. Who does it? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> I want to be with my friends and just be drab and sad. No one, t- <laughs> no one says that. <laughs> right. They say, well, that sounds kind of like a goth person, you know. Right. <laughs> And those are just like the little blurbs, and then there's like they write all this other stuff that I don't have time to. Yeah, read right I now. have. I think I'm on the same, website. the same website. Okay. Yeah, and my strengths are reliable, patient, practical, devoted, responsible, stable. Weaknesses are stubborn, possessive, uncompromising. Which I don't think I'm uncompromising. I don't think so either. I think I'm stubborn and possessive, though. I could see you as stubborn. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know about possessive, but yeah, I don't. And- and then, and then the likes are gardening, cooking, music, romance, high quality clothes, working with hands. Dislikes, I can see some of those. Yeah, just like sudden First changes, couple. complications, mm-hmm. insecurity of any kind, synthetic fabrics. Like, <laughs> synthetic these are so fabric. random. Like I feel like they're so weird. 
Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Synthetic mm-hmm. fabrics? Like, you like real things? I don't. I like, guess. I don't. Like, yeah, I don't know. Oops, and who I've knows, like, my butt. what this website, you know. <laughs> it's so specific, you know. Like, the other stuff are just general. Like, kind of anyone can resonate with mm-hmm. it. But then, like, synthetic fabrics, specifically. Yeah. You yeah. don't like those. Yeah. It's <laughs> I up mean, at the top. I have. Sorry, I'm just like reading all these things. My greatest overall compatibility is Aquarius and Gemini, and my ooh. lucky numbers are one, three, ten, and nineteen. And I've always liked the number three. One, three, ten, and nineteen. Yeah, I've always liked. And I was born on the tenth. Mm-hmm. And so one of your most that. amazing friends in the world is born on the nineteenth. Who's so. that? <laughs> Hey, Mia, whose birthday is that? (laughs) No. Whose birthday falls on the 19th? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know anyone. Actually, I have another friend whose birthday is on the 19th of August, though, but I have another friend. Oh, really? We're 19th babies? Yeah. Oh, Suck you up. Suck you up. Melissa, go pull up this website. You can can read us yours, too. Um, Okay. Yeah. Okay. So my colors are gold, yellow, and orange. Ooh. Well, which I, I can mean, see. Yeah. Mine are green and pink, which I feel like do not go together. Oh, green and pink go together. Pink. Have you ever seen Wicked? <laughs> That's my love of theater coming out. <laughs> and um, my greatest overall compatibility is with Scorpio or Cancer, which my ex was a Scorpio and yeah. my mom is a Cancer. Whoa. Uh. I don't even know. Like, Gemini, I know, is in May. My mom's a Gemini, but I don't yeah. know what the range is. And I don't, I off the top of my head, I don't know what Aquarius is. Yeah. <laughs> like, where that is. Let me click on it and find out. <laughs> my lucky numbers are 2, 6, 9, 12, and 24, which is funny because they're all, like, kind of related to each other. Okay. Whoa. Except for two, they're multiples of three. Whoa. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I think I found it. I was like, where is this? So my dad is December 22nd, and I'm the 19th, and then my mom and my brother are in the middle. So we're all Capricorn. Aww. Wow. Yeah. So my dad's the first day of Capricorn, and I'm the last day of Capricorn. Aww. But let's see. Okay, so my likes, family, tradition, music, understated status, and then quality craftsmanship. Hmm. How random. <laughs> I feel like all of yeah. these are just kind of like what? <laughs> like what's an understated status? What does that mean? Like not mainstream is what I'm thinking. Oh, I guess yeah. that's true. I don't listen to the radio. I listened to the radio for the first time in a long time today. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't recognize any of the songs. And I was like, this is how long I've been in quarantine. Uh. <laughs> quarantine doesn't mean you have to not listen to the radio. I know, but I only listen to the radio when, like, I'm in a car, I guess, with oh, someone, yeah. or, like, yeah. True. Like, I don't, I only listen to the radio when there's someone else in my car. But if I'm in my car by myself, I don't listen to the radio. Because I don't oh. know if the person who's writing in my car will like my music. So I just always put in, like, 106.5, which is just, like, all the top hits or whatever. Garbage music, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> my dislikes. <laughs> Is almost everything at some point. <laughs> what? It says that? Yeah, almost that's every- literally, yeah, that's what it says. Almost everything at some point. <laughs> I dislike everything, <laughs> apparently. 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> Jesus. You, what, you, like, get bored easily? Or, like... I like mean, what? I do get bored easily, but I don't think I, like... Like, your inherent likes and dislikes change I guess? that much? Like, I don't like think so. That's... I don't know. I don't know how, you know, great this site is. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> either. <laughs> I'm not convinced. <laughs> but I guess, like... Because even the strength and weaknesses... Well... I guess I, that makes sense. So the strengths is responsible, disciplined, self-control. <laughs> I don't have self-control. Um, <laughs> and good managers. So I've always had like a manager position until recently. And then weaknesses is know-it-all, unforgiving, condescending, and expecting the worst. Am I condescending? I don't think I'm condescending. No, I think you're sarcastic. Sometimes. Yeah, but I wouldn't say condescending. Okay. People can say sarcasm is pretty condescending sometimes. Though. Well, but yeah. I think it's different, though. I think there is a difference. There's condescending that you like Because, like, I... Mean. Yeah. I don't know. Because I appreciate sarcasm. Yeah. There's people who appreciate it, and then there's people who are trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Good what I like. I, mean, I enjoy sarcasm. And I feel like I get more sarcastic with people, like, the closer I am to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I sure. know you can take it. <laughs> yeah, because you're more comfortable with it. Uh-huh. Like, I'm overly sarcastic, I think, with you guys. I can see that. And I feel like you're more sarcastic with Mia. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> but she loves it. She does. Yeah. She, she totally loves it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> My color is brown and black. I feel like that should be mine. (laughs) I mean, that is me. You know, I am brown with black hair. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then my favorite day is Saturday, I guess. Mine was Sunday. Mine said Monday and Friday. Which is like the two worst days of the week, almost. Well, Friday's not that bad. Half of Monday is is definitely the worst. I mean, I don't know if that's your favorite day. It just says day, Saturday. Maybe it's like, you know, your day, like things that go, things like, go well on that day. For you. Okay. I guess. I mean, you can say that about a lot of people who work a Monday to Friday, Friday nine to five job though. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't think I believe this site very much. Right. I'm not, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how I feel about it either. But they're called astrology, com. You never know. Sometimes the weirdest places on the internet have the best information. That's yeah. true. Well, this turned into a Zodiac episode. <laughs> right? We just like kept going like, okay, I'm well, you, a little more than have, halfway with my Enneagram thing. You oh, don't you're have still to doing put it? all that in. Yeah. Well, I came back to it. Oh. I went away for the astrology and now I'm back. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'll put it all in. <laughs> Okay. I think every single episode, like, they have to go on a tangent because I don't know. There's like only so much you can say about Hogwarts houses. Let's be real. Yeah. No. (laughs) Because, you know, we're not like actually wizards and witches. No. (laughs) Darn. (laughs) Wouldn't that be cool, though? Yeah, it would be cool. I'd like to fly. Yeah. Yeah. And more than once, I have thought to myself, Accio, when I want something from across the room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you think that like 
maybe they were there were like wizards and witches back in the day but like because people were killing them off and because like i don't know like the people started intermingling that the gene just like started going away and disappearing and then there's there are still witches and wizards but there's just like a very tiny percentage that would be cool yeah because like how I don't know. I'm just going to say they, but some people out there in the world are speculating that like blonde, blue eyed people will eventually become extinct because of their, Oh yeah. You know, that gene. So like that theory can be the same for wizards and witches, right? You know? Yeah, I guess it could, it could be right for anything. Yeah. Cause but it could be as like far abundance. as like, as far as um, breeding genes out, that takes thousands of years though. Well, there could be like way back in the day, like <laughs> pre-creation times, like times that yeah. we don't even know about. Exactly, because there's like all those, you know, in the Bible, like all these miracles and stuff. Like, what if mm-hmm. Jesus was a wizard? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a Gryffindor then. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. Jesus would totally be a Hufflepuff. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think he'd be a Hufflepuff. What is Jesus's what birthday? Is Jesus's <laughs> get your weird Hogwarts? <laughs> Hufflepuff. Nice. Yes. Is Jesus H Christ is definitely Hufflepuff. <laughs> What's H? What's his middle name? Hufflepuff. Middle name. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Hufflepuff Christ. <laughs> How funny. He totally is a Hufflepuff. That is funny. Oh, That's what, like, um, there's that question on a on another podcast I was listening to. And it's like, if you can go back to any time, time period at all and just be like a wit- like a observer, you know, like not actually living in it, like what time would you go back to? And I think I want to go back to like the first human when the first human is born. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause then that like, will that would answer everything. Like it would like prove or disprove any religion ever created. Hmm. Interesting. What would you guys do? Um, I don't know. I would probably do something cool. Like, I'm uh, sorry, it's not my not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, the I didn't first mean that human. <laughs> Something that's cool to me, like, <laughs> shit, I've really dug myself in a hole here. First, you forget my birthday. <laughs> like, ten times. All right, all right, January 19th, all right? <laughs> okay sorry so what is cool to you i don't know like like the french revolution or something like that you know like something with period drama yeah. absolute silence on the other end of the no line. i'm, I'm just thinking, trying to I'm think thinking. of like the french re- i don't remember history mia like was marie it? antoinette oh okay and like les mis or theater like, reference. <laughs> That's God. you. Quiet, Hufflepuff. 
So, okay. The French Revolution, like, what? I don't know. Just because, like, they lived so decadently and differently than we do now. Oh, so you'd want to see, like, the day in the life of a French revolutionist? Or, like, a French aristocrat. That would be interesting. Like, what do they do? Like, what's their day-to-day life like? Yeah. Or, like, maybe Egypt, because that would answer a lot of questions. Like, how the pyramids were built and... Like, well, see, I was thinking, yeah, like the uh, Stonehenge. Yeah, because nobody really knows how that was done, right? And mm-hmm. they also had women leaders and worshipped cats, so I'd fit right in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think for me. I don't know. It's hard. Because yeah. there's so many, like, unknowns, you know, like the Incas and the Mayans and the Aztecs. Because all of that yeah. like, ancient history. Yeah. Like, how did they build all these grand, like, um, whatever. And what if it was aliens? <gasps> exactly. Like, what if there are aliens? Ooh. Like, go back to a time when aliens were present on Earth. Yeah. Watch, it's going to be, like, today, and they're just, like, somewhere around here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Gosh, I was watching too many TikToks about uh, skinwalkers and people out on their Texas ranch hearing skinwalker. things say hey to them, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. And then their horse freaks out and runs off with them on it. What's a skinwalker? A skinwalker is, um, it's like kind of like a werewolf, I guess. Uh, but not here. Let me look it up and get a good definition. Okay. That sounds gross. A skinwalker. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of gross. Uh, it's in the Navajo culture. A skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into possess or disguise themselves as an animal. The term is never used for healers. Interesting. So it's like um, the link could be a skinwalker. Yeah, so it's like a it's like somebody who's trying to hurt you, disguised as a coyote or something. Ooh, that's creepy. Yeah. We should do an episode on supernatural stuff. Yeah, we should. That would be cool. I want to do one on conspiracy theories. Because Brandon's really into all that stuff, but I don't know if he wants to go on the podcast. But, because <laughs> there's like so, I don't know. I liked I like creepy stuff and weird stuff and like the unknown. Because there's so many yeah. possibilities, like... You know, anything can happen. There could be like a whole secret society. There could still be witches and wizards and werewolves and vampires, but because they've lived for thousands of years, they just learn how to adapt and yeah. like, you know, conform to society throughout the decades. Yeah. And just like if there's ghosts or not, and if you believe like Ed and Lorraine Warren, who, you know, The Conjuring, that movie. Yeah. That was based off of a real thing that happened apparently it just depends on if you believe them or not yeah that's creepy yeah i'm gonna do an episode next week with um bailey leia and casey on like on spooky stories because it's gonna come out like after halloween or no it's gonna come out before halloween Ooh, i like that like personal scary stories yeah nice I know. Dude, perfect. you should have had me on that one because my mom's house keeps freaking out with me. <laughs> okay, so we do have to do an episode on Mia's mom's house. Yeah. 
I know that sounds funny. I'm like, okay. But like... <laughs> no, no, no. I, I totally like it. I mean, it's like during the day, it's happy farm city. During the night, total weird ghost shit happens. Yeah. Like, did you guys... Sorry, I cussed. Actually, no, don't tell me. Oh I was going to ask you guys if you like did like a seance or anything, but don't answer. Because we'll have that okay. in a different episode. It's going to be called Mia's house. Or Mia's mom's house. <laughs> Mia's mom's house. <laughs> Mia's mom's haunted house or something like that. <laughs> something spooky. Or how about we just call it the farm and we don't say whose house it is. Oh, but then if they listen to this episode, they're going to be like, oh, they're talking about Mia's mom's house. We'll just cut <laughs> it out. <laughs> no. Just cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. You can't That's cut funny. everything out, you guys. Well, you can cut some stuff out. <laughs> okay you guys i finally finished my any enneagram quiz oh, Jesus, i forgot you were doing that <laughs> that's why i've been kind of quiet <laughs> okay. i've been trying to focus and like you know so i i tried to not spend a whole lot of time doing this because i'm trying to get through it but it still took me a little bit um so my highest match is nine okay number nine uh, number nine and the blurb i can read it to you if you want Um, yeah it's what i can see before it's like unlock the full thing which probably means money or signing up yeah Um, Yeah. (laughs) tell us the free stuff in a nutshell (laughs) i will free yay okay uh nines are defined by a desire to live in peaceful harmony with their environment they want a sense of balance and calm and aspire to a kind of homeostasis where nothing disturbs their inner peace uh, tend to be easygoing and accepting of what is happening around them, but can become resistant and willfully oblivious when something in the environment threatens to throw them off balance. Um, they are accommodating and agreeable and readily adjust to people around them. Uh, they believe that they simply don't have strong opinions or urgent needs of their own, so they are happy to go along with what other people want and need. To others, they appear gentle, pleasant, and easy to be around. Huh. I mean, I feel like parts of that are pretty accurate, but other parts are, like, really harsh. So I would only, I guess only you would know about it. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I definitely see some. So out of, like, the three, so we looked at Myers-Briggs, Zodiac, and, like, the Enneagram. Which one do you think is, like, the most accurate so far? Oh, from um, just what we've written. Or yeah, written, just what we've, like, looked at, like that. Yeah. I'm going to say the the Myers-Briggs and the Hogwarts house. Yeah, I, the Zodiac sign varies from source to source so wildly, except for, like, one thing that's just, like, stubborn mm-hmm. on mine. It's, it's, like, can you even believe anything? So I would have to agree and say the Myers-Briggs test definitely hit the nail on the head for me in the Hogwarts house. Not so much, but hearing you guys pick correctly for my house was kind of mm-hmm. weird because I didn't really expect to be viewed as a Gryffindor. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I guess we know <laughs> you better than you think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and your birthday is January 19th. <laughs> Thanks, Mia. <laughs> uh-huh. And Shannon, yours is August 10th. Yes! You're so Do you remember hers the first time? I right. Okay, I, I, <laughs> I dog-eared the pages of the book. <laughs> so you're a cheater. <laughs> I am. 
I am. Oh, that's funny. If that's how you remember people's birthdays, you just put like sticky notes on their page. Yeah. (laughs) Did you write our names on the sticky notes? (laughs) Or you didn't put sticky notes. Yeah. Write our names so you remember. I'll just write your names like straight in the book. Yeah. Melissa. This was fun. This was yeah. I definitely want to do Mia's mom's house, the farm. That's spooky, man. Okay, what? So next year, I'm gonna dedicate October next year because this year's already too late. But next year, I want to dedicate October to like just spooky stuff. Spooky, dude. You should spend the night at my mom's. I don't know if I want to. We would have to sleep in the same bed. Not gonna lie, Mia, and I would well, probably fine. like hold you the whole time. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> the The spooky room is m- my quote unquote brother's room. That's just where he stays, and it has mm-hmm. a, like a king size bed. So we're good. Okay. Does um? <laughs> are you the only one that's witnessed something, or did everybody witness something? It's just been my mom and myself. Okay. So her boy is her boyfriend. Yeah, and your brother—they've been together it. for like ten years, though. So they just—I know. So I was like, yeah. should it be a boyfriend or like? Because Brandon's Brother. like mom and her boyfriend—they call each other significant others. Yeah, because they've been together forever, but they're not married. Your SO—that's what they. Yeah. Call it. So Here. I think the men aren't targeted because the the presence is male. Ooh. Oh, he's an incel. <laughs> 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 You're so funny. Shannon. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was funny though. Oh, okay. Don't tell me more. We're gonna talk okay. about it in a future episode. Woo! Okay. That's so I'm so ready to talk Be about sure it. Be sure to though. tune in. <laughs> I know. I know. Be sure to tune in. We'll have to like do this again. Alrighty, but thanks guys. Thanks for joining joining me in this podcast and this episode. And we'll do more. And yeah. Any last words to the audience? Thanks for listening. And I hope you guys take your uh Myers Briggs tests and Hogwarts houses and can compare them to ours and see where what you are. Comment and or leave a review or however you can communicate with us and like tell us what you are. Oh, yes. Mia, that was so good. I know. Look at you. I said you no. I was like, no. <laughs> 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 yeah, just go take all those um, free personality quizzes and yeah, let us know if there's funny. other ones we should take. Yeah. Yes. Bye, listeners. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I'm sure to have me and Shannon back again in future episodes. If you enjoyed the show and want to stay in the know, please follow me on social media. I am on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also check out my website at thetalkativeintrovertpodcast.com. All the information will be on there as well as in the show notes. Please help support the show by rating and reviewing it on Apple Podcasts. If you leave a review, I'll make sure to feature it in a future episode. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.